0: Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Main Event Talk taking place right here, right now. It is 8.35 in the morning. I am, um, you know, very, very excited to do this little episode because we're going to be talking a little bit about SummerSlam that's going to be taking place live on the WWE Network on August 11th. There's a couple of matches that have already been added, and no doubt there's probably a couple of future matches that are going to be taking place as well. We're going to be talking about it in this episode of the main event talk. This is the Slam edition, so we're going to be set for that. So I am your host, the main event player, the Super C, Furman Taurus himself, the god among gods, the king among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking fish-walking god, three-nose. Guys, I hope you have enjoyed the first episode of the main event talk. I hope you have enjoyed the introduction that has taken place already uh, in the past couple of weeks. I've really enjoyed this whole thing. Although, I've got to take the time to go ahead and talk about the, uh, the first episode that I did. And I realized something with, uh, with Anchor, and I'm going to have to have an issue with them about this because it seems that I could only extend my main event talk to an hour. And uh, I don't exactly like that. I really don't because I, I really like doing my talks when it goes for more than an hour. And usually most main event talks, and usually most, uh, most stuff, takes at least more than an hour. You know, I, I go as far as about a ho- uh, an hour and a half. I think I've gone as far as two hours, as far you know, the way I remember it. So I didn't do the famous line that I did at the very, very end, although I will do it in this episode because it won't take that long. It'll take at least about an hour or less, depending. But I've been able to figure this whole thing out with Anchor. So Anchor, if you're listening to the main event on this app, I need you to do me a favor. I don't care if I make the complaints. I want my show to be a lot longer than an hour. I want my audience to listen to the main event every chance they get. We've got a lot of things we need to talk about. We've got to talk about SummerSlam. We've got to talk about some of the things that are going on at AEW. We're going to talk about a lot of things that are happening at Impact Wrestling and the whole nine yards. But before the main event goes ahead and starts talking about SummerSlam, I want to talk to you about my week. Now, as you guys know, 7-16-19 was my birthday. Uh, I, did, you know, I didn't really have much for my birthday, but I do know that this weekend, which is today, I'll be able to... Um, you know go ahead and do the stuff i always wanted to do on my birthday my brother wants to uh, do a barbecue for me do some beer for me and everything else like that and uh i can't wait for it i want i want to do it cuz I, I need it i need this week because this week has been real hectic uh considering the fact that i've been working some extra hours over the place that i'm working at i i don't feel like advertising this i don't feel like it, i i don't think anybody should know where i'm working at depending if you know me and you know where the place i'm working at but I came in a lot earlier to work. I've been doing a lot of stuff, uh, you know, work-wise, and I've been earning a lot of extra hours. How? Yesterday, I came in at six thirty in the morning, and then I left at six thirty in the afternoon. So that was twelve hours, actually, more than twelve hours of work there, just a little bit, you know, just to get it going and everything. So I was very, very happy about that. I even had an opportunity to go to uh, Richard's Villiers today. It's really hard to say Richard's billiards when it still feels like Theo's, you know, like that. So I go ahead, right? I head over, and what I did was I stopped by, uh, uh, you know, I was handling some bills. I was taking care of some stuff. And then I decided, okay, well, screw it. I'm going to go ahead, and um, I see the I see the place. I see Rich's billiards and I thought, oh, my God, I don't want to go. I don't want to go, not yet. The time is not right yet, and, and it's just one of those things where it's just no, 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 coming. Come on, come on, come on. So I went in, and I the temptation was a bitch, but I decided to go in anyway. Went in, and um, as soon as I walked in the doors of Richard's, I look over to my left, and I see the stage right there, but there was something that else did to the stage, and they put a steel cage around it, which is a very good thing, and I'm really, really glad that they put that there because I think... There's nothing wrong with the bar having a steel cage there unless we're having some wrestling matches, which would be awesome. I would love to see a wrestling match over at Theo's uh am um, sorry, over at Richard's Villiers. It's hard to really it's hard to really call it Theo's when it's Richard's Villiers. You know, you can't help it. It's one of those things that that you it's not you're not used to it, but you're gonna have to try and get used to it regardless. So other than that I had a great week. Uh, I'm hoping to end my weekend with uh, with a little bit of a barbecue and some beer and hopefully a few friends to roll up and everything else like that, so that should be tremendous. So, guys, we're going to be uh, – we've talked a lot about um, what's been going on in the professional wrestling. Uh, we've got some things we need to talk about as far as SummerSlam goes. And I think I've mentioned on this podcast uh, where I uh, – it's made official. It's done – and it's going to take place at SummerSlam, and we're hoping... uh, I know there's some people that are not liking this idea. I'm talking about the Universal Championship matchup between Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Now, a lot of people... Yes, there are some people that are upset at the fact that Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins are going to be having the rematch for the Universal Championship. Now, to me, I still feel that, you know, this match needs to happen. It has to happen in any way possible. But it's almost as if... It was meant to happen, considering the way it was booked, the way it was set up. And while most fans are bitching, whining, moaning, and complaining about the fact that this is taking place, there are others that are getting the idea. Now, I know that I've been reading a lot of tweets and a lot of uh, comments lately, including the comments from Bobby uh, Bobby Lashley himself, because I know he wants a match against Brock Lesnar in the near future for the Universal Championship. Now, to me, seeing Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley is something that we've all dreamed about as wrestling fans. Now, we all know, if anybody remembers this quite well, we know that Brock Lesnar has been in the WWE for quite a while. He started back in 2002. He left around 2004. He went ahead and moved on to New Japan Pro Wrestling, which nobody will be able to tell anybody about that story other than myself. Brock had made his debut in the UFC back in 2007. He had been in in the UFC for quite a while. He had some great fights. He was the heavyweight champion when he defeated Randy Couture. He made his return to the WWE back in 2012, and he has become one of the most dominant figures in the history of the WWE. Having matches like, you know, matches with Triple H, having matches with CM Punk, Having matches with The Undertaker, and of course we all know about the fact that Brock Lesnar was the one that ended the undefeated streak at WrestleMania of The Undertaker. And he's been WWE champion, he's been universal champion, he's made some waves. But now it's already getting to this point, we're in 2019, right? And he became money in the bank for the first time in his career, and he went ahead and cashed it on Seth Rollins like he did at Extreme Rules. And now he's the universal champion for the third time. Now, to me, uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm agreeing with the fans. I don't like the idea that Brock Lesnar is still champion. I I felt he should have made a mistake. I felt he should have made a mistake. But at the same time, I think it was good that Brock Lesnar won it. Because it had to be out of the way. But also, it almost smells like a rematch was coming. A rematch was coming, and it's going to take place at SummerSlam, and we all see that coming along the way. So I know while people are complaining about the fact that they want to see a matchup with Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar, or Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, or Cesaro against Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, Seth Rollins was the one that came with. It happened. One, two, three. It's over. It's out the window. There's nothing anybody could do about it. But bitch, whine, moan, and complain, which everyone has. Unfortunately, you guys, you can bitch one moan, and complain all you want to about the fact that at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar is going to take on Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. You can blame, you can bitch about it all you want to, but at the end of the day, it has to be out of the way. The feud has to be out of the way. One of two things are going to happen. Either Seth Rollins is going to walk away with the Universal Championship at SummerSlam, or Brock Lesnar will walk away with the Universal Championship and another opponent will go after him, and who knows? It may be Bobby Lashley. But something... As the old expression goes, cars subject to change. So we have a couple of weeks until we get to SummerSlam. Who knows? This, cha- this championship matchup might change. It could end up being a triple threat match. It could still be for the Universal Championship one on one. But who knows? But one thing for certain at August, at SummerSlam, August 11th, over in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, it'll be Brock Lesnar defending the Universal Championship against Seth. Rollins, The Architect, it should be a tremendous event. I cannot wait for it, and I'm sure all of you are going to be watching it, too. Now, speaking of Canada, we all know that Canada is great for a lot of reasons. Uh, Ice hockey country would be one of them, but also the fact that it produces some great Canadian wrestlers. When I think of great Canadian wrestlers, I think of guys like, of course, Edge. I think of Christian. I think of Trish Stratus. I think of Lance Storm. I think of um, the legendary Hart family, including one of the greatest Canadian wrestlers of all time. You know who he is. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Bret the Hitman Hart. And speaking of Bret the Hitman Hart, as you guys know, there's going to be a Raw reunion show that's going to take place. this coming Monday night on Monday Night Raw. From what I understand, Bret Hart will not be participating in the Raw reunion, and I know J.R. will not be a part of this whole thing as well. I got a lot I want to talk about that in just a few moments. Now, speaking of the Hart family, Natalia. Natalia has been given an opportunity to go after Becky Lynch for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Now, we all know that Natalia is a former women's champion. She's also a former Divas champion as well. And she's also a former SmackDown Women's Champion as well. So she does have some experience when it comes to this, you know, championship. And she will have an opportunity to go after the Raw Women's Championship for the first time over in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, in her home country. And she's going up against the man, Becky Lynch. Now, I have often asked myself, you know, while this match is good on paper, while this match is great in every way possible, is it good enough for the audience? Is it good enough around the world? Now, think for a moment here. It may take place over in Toronto, Canada, because believe it or not, Natalia is going to be heavily favored. She's going to be heavily favored a whole lot simply because she's from uh, she's from where is she from uh, exactly? I mean, she's from Canada, obviously, but I, I, I'm thinking Calgary, right? Calgary? Yeah. She's from Calgary, and now she has an opportunity to go after the Raw Women's Championship against Becky Lynch. Now, originally, I uh, I wanted to see, and I think the world probably wants to see, and this is in the talk as well, the rematch between Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Because, as you guys know, there's been rumors and speculations that Ronda Rousey could be making her return back to the ring. Now, hold on. Uh, I'm sorry. I I just heard something, and I'm just wondering what the fuck's going on here. But anyways, um, there's been a lot of rumors and speculation that supposedly Ronda Rousey is coming back to the ring. Supposedly there's this rematch that's going to take place between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. They're trying to work their way up to WrestleMania 35. They're trying to do a bunch of stuff with with uh, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Now, I made the prediction a while back that if if uh, Ronda Rousey were to lose the WWE Championship, if she were to, of oh, WWE, Raw Women's Championship, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm confused in so many ways, I'm just kind of distracted about what the hell's going on, I don't see anything going on. But anyways, the thing was, when Ronda Rousey lost the championship at WrestleMania, automatically the first thing I said was she's going to be taking a few months off, obviously, Um, something about her getting pregnant and all this other stuff. I've been hearing a lot of speculation. And the only thing that I have to say about all of that is she's going to come back. I mean, I I don't understand why people keep thinking that she is going to be gone, she's going to be out the window, she's never coming back, and all this other stuff. When I see this as, okay, Ronda's going to come back. It's going to happen, and if it happens, it's going to take place at SummerSlam. It's got to take place at SummerSlam. Plus, when you think about it, Ronda is entitled to a rematch. Now, even though, yes, I understand that, oh, well, there's no rematch, clause, Berman. Well, as far as I'm concerned, there still is. And also the fact that you have to also keep in mind that even though WWE has supposedly said that they're going to listen to what the audience wants, they haven't listened to a damn thing that anyone says. And that also includes the fact that we could be getting the rematch between Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. But that hasn't happened yet, although I would love to see that happen. I want Ronda Rousey to return, and I think if Ronda Rousey comes back, if Ronda Rousey comes back, I think either she's going to be a babyface or a heel. My recommendation would be, and I think with Paul Heyman under the watch, I'd like to see... I like to see Ronda Rousey become a heel. I mean, even though to some people she turned heel, no, she never turned heel. She was always Ronda Rousey. I mean, nobody. I mean, th- there's a difference between being a heel, being a bad, uh, being a good guy, being a face, and being yourself. Nobody has figured that out yet, you know. And Ronda Rousey was always Ronda Rousey. It's just that it took a while for her to adapt, so to speak. But anyways, Becky Lynch versus Natalia. That's going to take place at SummerSlam. Will Ronda Rousey play a factor in this match? Or will it be one-on-one? Will the man go down at the hands of Natalia? Or will Natalia be another victim at the hands of the man herself? We'll all have to find out sometime in the near future at SummerSlam. Live as it takes place on August 11th. The main event cannot wait for it. It's going to be tremendous. That's just one of the two matches that are going to take place at SummerSlam. Now, For the other matches that are going to take place at SummerSlam as well, let me also add another thing. Now, obviously, there's going to be several matches that are going to take place at SummerSlam. It's going to be a four-hour, five-hour event, no doubt. And a lot of people are probably going to be wondering, okay, how is this going to work? How is SummerSlam going to get built up? What matches are we going to possibly see that will take place at SummerSlam? Here's how it's going to work. Now, I had mentioned on an episode of the Main Event Talk, the first episode, the 7-16-19 episode, when I said, that Samoa Joe and Kofi Kingston will possibly have their rematch for the WWE Championship over at SummerSlam. Extreme Rules was just the beginning. Extreme Rules was the icing of the cake. All Joe had to do was brutalize Samoa, brutalize Kofi Kingston. He had to make Kofi Kingston look like a bitch. He had to do everything in his power to make Kofi Kingston say, Fuck you, you're done, and I'm going to take your fucking belt. There's nothing you can do about it. And then have Kofi Kingston win the match at the end. So as far as I'm concerned, yes, Kofi Kingston is the WWE champion, and he walked away with the WWE championship. But we all see it. We all know it's coming, and it's coming at SummerSlam because Samoa Joe may have lost to Kofi Kingston an extreme move for the WWE championship. At SummerSlam, Samoa Joe's going to make history. At SummerSlam, Samoa Joe is finally going to get what he deserves. At SummerSlam, Samoa Joe will finally defeat and end Kofi Mania at the hands of Samoa Joe at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. I say at SummerSlam, the rematch will happen. Samoa Joe versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship, and that's going to be something that the main event cannot wait for. That's one of my predictions. The next prediction, I know most people have been talking about this, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. The Fiend versus the Demon. Now, there's been a lot of rumors and speculations that Finn Balor plans on not being around for the next few months, (coughs) which I think, in my view, I think Finn Balor deserves a couple of months off. As a matter of fact, I personally hope that Finn Balor does take a couple of months off, you know, just to try to get himself situated. Because if some people really believe, and I'm, and I'm saying this because it's true, if some people really believe that they're going to go ahead and just add, you know, Finn Balor and make him the demon or the demon king, I don't know why people haven't figured that out yet, but anyway, have Finn Balor be the demon king, go after the fiend, and the fiend somehow wins you pretty much diminish the Demon King character. You pretty much make him look like a bitch. You can't do that. So I see that at SummerSlam, this is one of the matches I think will definitely take place at SummerSlam, and I know everyone's going to be keeping an eye on this. It's going to be Finn Balor going one-on-one against the return of Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt will definitely be at home at SummerSlam, because when you think about it, guys, Bray Wyatt did make his debut back in 2013. Remember when Bray Wyatt was a part of the Wyatt family, and do you remember when he first made his debut and first made his appearance? His first match was at SummerSlam. His first match was in 2013 when he took on Kane. And Kane lost to the Eater of Worlds. Now, here we are in 2019, and Bray Wyatt is set to return, and hopefully at SummerSlam, if it takes place, it'll be Finn Balor going up against Bray Wyatt, and no doubt The Fiend will be making an appearance. So, all I can see, see about that is Ray Wyatt and The Fiend are going to be making a horrific splash. And they're going to make an excellent debut. I love the promos that Ray Wyatt has done. I love some of the things that he's, been, uh, that he's been doing for the past several weeks. And it took a while, but Ray Wyatt is finally back. And we cannot wait to see how far this feud will go between Finn Balor and. Finn Balor, and Bray Wyatt. It's going to be very, very interesting to check out. But like I said, these are some of the matches that I'm predicting. We know that we have the Universal Championship matchup and the Raw Women's Championship matchup. Right here, we're also going to have, you know, my predictions, they're going to come up, they're going to show it. You know, obviously, like I said, Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship, that's going to take place. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt is also another matchup that's going to probably take place at SummerSlam. How about the SmackDown Women's Championship? Bayley will defend her championship against Ember Moon. And I don't think it's official yet, but this is finally the boost. This is finally the boost that we need, especially in the women's division. Because we have, and no disrespect to Bayley, we're glad she's champion. We're glad she holds on to the title. This is pretty much a new Bayley. I'm digging what it is. And for her to give... Ember Moon and opportunity at the championship speaks volumes. It speaks volumes a whole lot, which means I don't want to see the Queen win the championship anymore. I don't want to see this whole crap with with Becky Lynch and and everything. Not no disrespect to Becky Lynch, but it's already starting to get very very tiring, and it's about time we got somebody else other than the Queen and other than Ronda and other than you know you know how this goes. So, it like I said, it's not official yet. But if it does take place at SummerSlam, Bayley will defend the SmackDown Women's Championship against Ember Moon. And I, you know, I hope Ember Moon wins it because she deserves it. We all know she deserves it, and it needs to take place live. August 11th at SummerSlam should be tremendous to check out. A couple of other matches that come to mind. One match that I think should happen at SummerSlam, if it's going to happen, I'm talking about Alexa Bliss. Versus Nikki Cross Now <clears throat> Despite the manipulations Despite all the things that have been happening Between these two You know something's going to go down Unless they decide to go after the, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Which I hope that does happen In the near future I mean I, I hope that kind of happens and stuff I mean there's a lot of things that need to happen Between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross But if this happens If this matchup takes place at SummerSlam, we're all going to be looking forward to checking how that matchup goes and everything. So, like I said, this is just just a lineup of things to come to take place at SummerSlam, and the main event cannot wait for it. We're all looking forward to it. We're all going to check it out, and it's all going to take place live August 11th on the WWE Network. It should be tremendous. It's just one of the many SummerSlam matches. Now, I'm going to be going ahead... And leaving in just a few moments, but before the main event goes ahead and leaves, there's a couple of things I need to mention. Uh, of course, we know that Monday Night Raw, this coming Monday night, a Raw reunion is going to take place featuring all the superstars of the past and the present are going to be taking place there from the likes of Stone Cold Steve Austin to uh, possibly, uh, I, I think if I looked at this correctly, I think Deezer will be there. Shawn Michaels will be there. Uh, DX will be there. Uh, pretty much everyone's going to be there. The only people that are not going to be there, and let me just kind of give you the inside scoop here because you guys probably only, already know about the story. Jr. has already addressed that he's not going to be appearing in this year's reunion, and also Brett the Hitman Hart will not be making his appearance on uh, Monday Night Raw either. And uh, it's uh, and obviously we know why. I mean, we obviously know why. Because if anyone has seen Fighter Fest and everyone has seen uh, Double or Nothing, Bret Hart did make his appearance and did show up over there. With the AEW championships, so no doubt someone's going to try and maybe do a number on Bret Hart or, or maybe try to humiliate him on national television just because he was on the other television show. The same applies with good old JR. I mean, you know, JR is the uh, color commentary for that place. And, I mean, yeah, JR is, you know, we've always felt that JR is the voice of Monday Night Raw. He's the voice of professional wrestling. He's the voice of... Of, of, of anything good in wrestling and no doubt that the WWE has probably got some plans to humiliate J.R. as well. Let I me mean, come on, let's be, cause let's be honest. I don't think triple H would try to humiliate J.R. If anything, there's a, an amount of respect that's there, but you know, Vince McMahon and his ruthless cunning business etiquette where he just wants to go ahead and, and bring somebody back and then humiliate him and, and all this other stuff. And, you know, and that doesn't need to happen. I mean, just invite them, get them to do the show, and then that's it. You, you don't have to really humiliate him. Just let them appear on Raw, and then we move on. Boost ratings, and then everything else like that. You don't have to worry about it. So my opinion on it is, you know, that's that's the reason I think uh, Bret Hart and JR will not be making their appearance over there just because of the fact that they weren't part of AEW. So you know, it wouldn't surprise me, and I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Billy Gunn didn't show up over there either. Wouldn't be surprised. surprise. Wouldn't be surprised at all. So, guys, don't forget, this coming Monday night, Raw reunion will take place live only on the USA Network. It should be a tremendous event. Also, SmackDown Live is going to take place on Tuesday. 205 Live is going to be on the WWE Network. I'm not sure how long that show is going to take place. Of course, NXT, you can check that out on the WWE Network as well. Check out some Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is going to be taking place sometime tonight, I think. Uh, Saturday night, uh, I believe you see it on... Uh, over here in Corpus Christi, we see Ring of Honor um, television on the, um, I think it's Channel Fox 38, I believe. Uh, we see it sometimes at midnight and sometimes in the afternoon. So nothing wrong with watching good wrestling. And also Impact Wrestling will be taking place also. I think uh, it happened Friday, I believe. Impact Wrestling was this, uh, this last Friday. So I'll probably get a chance to check it out as well. And also, we're getting closer and closer to AEW's events. AEW show that's going to take place over on TNT. It'll be the first time that TNT finally reintroduces professional wrestling. The last time it showed up was on March 26, 2001, when the Monday Night Wars came to an end and the WWE defeated WCW right there. And WCW said it's farewell and it's goodbye. And now here we are, 18 years later, and now we're getting back on the ship. Right back to TNT. We're going to see how successful All Elite Wrestling goes with TNT. We'll see how far this goes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode of the Main Event Talk right here. This is the SummerSlam edition. Like I said, we've got several other matches that are going to take place in SummerSlam as well. We've talked about the Universal Championship matchup. We've talked about the Raw Women's Championship. Those are the two that have remained official. Other matches that could possibly happen. We could see Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. We could see Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross. We could see Ember Moon going up against Bailey. One thing's for certain, guys, we only got a few weeks. We got four weeks until we reach SummerSlam over in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and the main event cannot wait for that. Check it out live as it happens on the WWE Network. You can also see it live as it happens on pay-per-view as well. Yes, people do still order it on pay-per-view, believe it or not. So, guys, I'm out of here. I got some things I need to prepare for, and it's already 9.03, and I got to get myself ready for a couple of things that are going to happen. And the good thing is this podcast is not taking too long. I'm just going ahead and doing what I got to do for my review. But the good thing about this episode is that I get to do what I didn't get to do on the other episode, and that is say the most famous line of them all. You know what the famous line is. Why? Because I can... And I want to, any questions, enough said. And Anchor, do me a favor. I want not one, not two, but three hours. Three hours. Because that way I can express it, I can talk it, I can get it out of the way. But until then, you guys, Anchor, you need to fix your shit. After all, I have an audience that is about to grow. And I'm going to make you a hell of a lot of money, I think.